two, three, funk it. My darling, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the most controversial podcast in the nation. Your boy, with your boy, actually, with your boy, Marquise Nash. And today's episode, not your boy, your man, your main man, not the boy, because I'm not a boy, I'm a man. But um, <laughs> today's episode, we are going to go over a multitude of things on today's podcast. We are going to go over... The NFL, the highlight. We're gonna go highlight by high. We ain't gonna go highlight by highlight, but we're gonna talk about these football games. We're gonna also talk about Eric Stokes, the Green Bay Packers. Eric Stokes, the the rising cornerback for the Green Bay Packers versus the uh versus Kevin King. In my opinion, on about about that situation, we got a clutch performance by Derek Carr. We got Max Crosby. We're gonna talk about him. We're gonna talk. We also gonna talk about. Carl Nassib. We're gonna talk about some NFL injuries that happened during the game or during this week. We're gonna talk about John Wall and the Rockets and trade news regarding that. We're also gonna mention some uh, NFL injuries, but let's let's get right into it. Let's go right into it. Let's get the bad out the way. NFL injuries. We have a um, the Packers will be playing the Detroit Lions without their star corner Jeff Okuda next. Next week, Monday, Jeff Okuda has a has suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon, um, so he's going to be out for the season. We also got Sean Bunting, Bunting, Sean Murphy Bunting from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He dislocated his elbow, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are doing MRIs to possibly see if he can play this season. So just keep alert on that. Those two injuries for now. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about right right now we're gonna talk about uh, Jordan Wall in the Houston Rockets trade news. So the Houston Rockets and John Wall have mutually agreed to, for a trade, and John Wall will be traded um, like probably in the next I minute, mean, probably not in the coming days, but probably before the season starts. And um, I've already put my pick in for what team he should go to. I mean, you got a guy in Philly that doesn't want to be there. And you have a guy in, in with the Houston Rockets that the, that the team and himself has mutually mutually agreed to part ways. So I'm just putting two and two together. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not giving you any, any breaking news, but I'm just saying I'm putting two and two together. I'm just thinking of just of what it is. John Wall to the 76ers. It'll be it will be perfect for John Lebeeb. It's, it's a new new look for the 76ers. I feel like. John Wall would be a great piece for that team. He's a, he's a good point guard. He can pass. I believe that he can be, a, I ain't going to say second fiddle, but I think if he knows his role, I believe that Doc Rivers can help him and involve him to be a, a better player. Also, they have guys on their team. That, and he and then when he was with Houston, no, not even with Houston. When he was with the Wizards, it was just him and Bradley Beal. But now it's him. with the, if, if he goes to Philly, it's him. Joel Embiid, 
Uh, we got Tobias Harris, Danny Green, uh, uh, Seth Curry. You got a multitude, a multitude of guys that he can rely on. You have a great Hall of Fame head coach in Doc Rivers. So for me, I for me, I believe that this would be a great deal for. And then I believe that Houston Rockets get can get a lot back from him. And I think both parties will be satisfied. The Philly side with uh with trading uh what's his name. Ben Simmons and John Wall getting traded to Philly. I think, in actuality, I think John Wall wants to go to a tender, uh, contender. So I think that would be a great ordeal, and that will put, I believe, that will put um, Joel Embiid and the Seven Sixes right back in contention for a championship. And that's just my opinion, but we all we'll talk about that when that time comes, if it does happen. But right now, we're going to talk about what happened. What about a couple of days ago? I mean, and uh, well, I and uh, before I uh, go right into my highlight, not really highlights, but me talking about week one's uh, games. Um, so I mentioned something or somebody. Well, I, said, I mentioned somebody on my last podcast, and it wasn't being mean or nothing like that. So please, people, don't think I'm being mean to somebody. If I call you out, I'm not being mean. I'm just playing. I'm. It's a joke. It's not even. It's no serious. We're not serious at all. I don't want to fight nobody or whatever. When I call you out as a bandwagon, I'm just playing. It's all in love. It's all love. It's just playful banter. That's all it is. So that's why I want to mention before I start this podcast. But let's get on to the get on to the get down right now. So we got clutch performances by Derek Carr. So before we get to Derek Carr, we're just gonna go through the highlights. Not even the highlights, but we're gonna go through. We're gonna review. The NFL's week one uh, wins and losses. We have a lot of underdogs, but nine underdogs that won. To start off week one, we have, well, on Sunday, on Thursday, actually, it started off week one. And Thursday, I already kind of mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it again. The Buccaneers won against the Cowboys, 31-29. We have the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. Now we're going through the Sunday games. The Seahawks defeat. The Colts, 28-16. We got the Jags losing against the Texans, 37-21. We have the Eagles trouting, well, trouting, what is that word? Trouting, well, flying over uh, the Falcons, 32-6. We have the Chargers lightning pass. The Washington football team, 20-16. We have the Steelers uh, in a close game against the Buffalo Bills. They win 23-16. We have the 49ers, well, actually winning against the Detroit Lions, 41-33. We have the Vikings losing against the Bengals in overtime, 27-24. We have the Carolina Panthers winning against the New York Jets, New York, yeah, New York Jets, 19-14. We have the Cardinals winning against the Titans. 38 to 13. We have the Browns losing against the Chiefs, 33 to 29. We have the Dolphins winning against the, the Miami Dolphins, to be exact, winning in a close game against the Patriots, the New England Patriots, 17 to 16. We have the Broncos winning a game against the New York Giants, 27 to 13. We have the Packers losing. And getting their the brakes beat off of them, thirty eight 
38-3 to against the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville. We have the Chicago Bears getting run over, getting mauled by the the L.A. Rams, thirty-four to fourteen, and and the night cat. And on Monday, we have the Baltimore Ravens losing in overtime, thirty-three to twenty-seven against the Oakland Raiders. So let's get right into it. What, what I just mentioned, the game I just mentioned, the Oakland Raiders. So not the Oakland, but the Las Vegas Raiders. So let's get into it. Uh, we have the player. Well, the player of the game is really Max Crosby, but I could give it to Carl Nassib with the strip fumble that led to the touchdown, led to the touchdown from Derek Carr to what's the guy's name? Uh, Zay Jones. Uh, that was a really good pass. Well, it's kind of off back foot, so it's kind of a bad pass, but the blocking was great, and the guy and Zay Jones was wide open, so. He gets a pass for that. But um, this game was very interesting. I watched it from start to finish. Actually, I started watching it at halftime. And so I had my phone, or well, not my phone, but my 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 TV. And I kind of went back and re-watched it over and over again uh, on NFL Network. You know, they be doing reruns like that. <laughs> and um, I watched it, and I was watching it, and I'm like, this game is really, it was really, actually the Baltimore Ravens were up by like 14 at one point in time and they were cruising. It would look like they was having, getting everything easy. And then they just kind of gave up the lead against the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think for me, the Baltimore Ravens got to learn one thing. Keep a lead, man. Cause it just, you can tell you have a really young group, especially on offense. They have a really young group. I mean, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson, they got a lot of guys that are really young. I mean, they have they lost J.K. Dobbins, uh, Edwards, and the, before the game even started, I mean, they lost them week one. I mean, not week one, but in the in practice. So I mean, they were they were already kind of playing with house money, not really with house money, but they were already playing injured um, a little bit. But I mean, they came and played. But I think overall, this was a good game. This was, overall was a good lesson for Lamar Jackson. I mean, you even saw himself when he fumbled the ball. He said it was my fault. So I think he 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 uh we know that he's a he know he knows that he was accountable he was accountable for he what he did or whatever. So I mean I love this game. I mean I actually love the game. The game was really interesting. It went back and forth. I actually when the when the uh, interception happened with uh it got picked off in the end zone by uh I forgot the guy's name. Foot I forgot the guy's name, but it got picked off. Derek Carr was trying to throw it to a good what's his name. Got the guy's name, but he ended up fumbling the ball, which is stupid. It was just like, oh my god, not fumbling the ball, but he ended up it ended up hitting off of a player, uh, what it was a um a Baltimore Ravens player head helmet, head not head, but it was his head and his helmet. Um, and that's when it like, and every time I see an interception like that, like or an interception that's in the air for too long, I'm like, okay. It's a possible pick. It just, it just always is, and I hate them kind of pick interceptions because it makes no sense. It's like it's not my fault. It's like I feel like I feel like for me, it's like I feel like them kind of passes shouldn't or them kind of interceptions should count because it's like it's, it's a tip. It's not like you you just straight picked me off. Like it's just not like you grabbed it. Like I threw the ball in the area in a certain area, and I just and you just pick it off. It just tipped. Like it just it shouldn't have been. In the air at all. The guy should have caught it. The wide receiver, I forgot the guy, wide receiver's name, but he should have caught it. And it was just, it was just, it made me irritated. I was like, oh my God. And it was just, 
because I thought the game was going to end on that great pass by Derek Carr. Man, it was just, it was just that was game. That game was so good, man. And I love that Carl Nassib with the well play of the game with the strip fumble. I mean, strip sack really. And um, that was a good game, man. That was over. Overall, it was that was a good game. It was a lot of good games that uh, yesterday. I mean, yesterday, but this week. I mean, we all got the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. That was a good game. And then we have a lot of blowouts. The Packers got trotted past. I mean, I don't know what happened with the Packers. I talked about it on my last podcast about what happened with the Packers on a reaction. Over, I mean, not an overreaction, but it really was like I didn't. Know, I don't really know. And I watched the uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Pac McAfee show, and he seemed like. It, it, I don't think he seemed like he didn't care. I just think seemed like it's like okay, it's week one. I know I got blew out. We got blew out by thirty five. But I mean, if you're playing in football or you playing the sports for a while, you're gonna have one of them games where you just it's not your day. And it just the week one was not their day. I think and two, I don't think I believe, but I believe that the, the really what made it worse was because of what happened during the off season. If if that what whatever happened during the offseason wouldn't have happened, I think the people wouldn't be so like, oh my God, like the Green Bay Packers so much. Like they wouldn't be <clears throat> I'm sorry, I had to clear my throat, y'all, because I sound a little weird. But um as I was saying, um the Packers, if what happened during the offseason wouldn't have happened, people wouldn't have been so like weary of like the Packers. Or if the Packers would have won this game. People would have been like, oh, yeah, I told you so. So it's just like it's a win for losing. Like, it's not really – you can't really do, can't really please anybody, everybody. I mean, but it was a lot of people that was just already – I think a lot of people were, like, already kind of throwing Aaron Rodgers under the bus. And they was ready. It's like – and you can tell people were ready to doubt Aaron Rodgers from the beginning. And, I, and please, people, please don't overreact because we all know what Aaron Rodgers can do. We all know this is just a, a one-off thing. We all know. And let's not forget, because when we say that, oh, Aaron Rodgers had a bad game, or we say all these things, we're discrediting the New Orleans Saints and how, how they play great defense and how their offense played well and how James Winston played well. Like, we're discrediting them guys. Them guys came out to play too. And and when you say when people say stupid stuff like Aaron Rodgers coughed the game up or he didn't. He didn't. He purposely lost the game. That's giving credit to like you're saying basically that the Saints could have should have lost. Like it's like it's like that. I mean, I feel like the game was played perfectly by the New Orleans Saints. They said, "Okay, we're not going to go on a shootout with Aaron Rodgers." We know our quarterback. No offense, our quarterback is not that good compared to Aaron Rodgers. We know that if we go on a shootout, he might win that one. I mean, and. I think that I don't think I keep us on think, but I'm trying to change my words from think to believe because I don't thinking you could change, but believing you know it already. But um, I just I just feel like this game was just it was a game that it was a learning lesson, and a lot of these games were a learning lessons. We had a lot of blowouts. I mean, and I think this is week one. I believe this is it's week one. Like it's, a lot of these players haven't played in the preseason, so. These first two, two or three games are going to be like preseason games, but hopefully you, your defense or your offense can get enough points to win a game. And last yesterday was, I mean, not yesterday, but uh, Sunday was one of them games where it just 
It wasn't the Green Bay Packers game. And man, a lot of times it's not. It's it's more than more than more than likely a lot of these teams are going to be just looking at win or lose. You're going to be looking at the, your your game, seeing what you can improve. So, and like I said, it's it's you got 16 games left. It's 16 games left. We shouldn't be have to worry about it, but a lot of teams or a lot of players worry about it. Like a lot of and I'm mean, yeah, a lot of players do worry about. Oh man, we lost week one, and and the thing about it is, is that when you don't think about it, when you gotta be, like so you gotta be like a goldfish. Go a goldfish has the shortest attention span, and not attention span, but that short has the shortest memory. You gotta be like that with with these games. You gotta have a short memory. You cannot really think about the past because at the end of the day, like even Giannis even talked about it, and then. How you you're t- you're talk- thinking about what you did in your past and your future and your present? You got to think about in the now what you're gonna do now and what you can improve now. What you can improve now is okay. What do it? What did our defense do wrong? What did our offense do wrong? What we got to do to improve that? And w- the Green Bay Packers, way they lost on both ends, the, on the offensive end and the defensive end, they got. They don't think. All, and the crazy thing is, I don't think they have a lot to work on. I just believe that they came in a game kind of like nonchalant, like, oh, okay, this is the Saints without Drew Brees. This Jameis Winston, he's not really that good of a quarterback. And they're in Jacksonville, they got displaced. And a lot of things, and I'm not, like, I'm not giving an excuse to the Packers, but like I said, the, like I said before in the beginning, Jameis Winston and the Saints and Sean Payton, they played a great game. It, it was a perfect game. It was, and I, from the beginning, of the game, I knew what they were gonna do. At the end of the game, I was like, okay, they're when as soon as they had back to back fifteen play, fifteen play uh series uh uh football series, I was like, okay, they're just trying to make they're trying to milk a lot of this time. They're trying to slow this game down. They're not trying to go fast paced. If they go too fast, that's too much time for Aaron Rodgers. So I just believe that that was the that was the plan of the game, and they did it successfully. And I think a lot of teams are gonna do this this year against the Green Bay because. The way they can score really fast against any team, and I mean by any team, any team. So for me, that's why I just think that I think, but I believe that that the Green Bay Packers are gonna they're gonna be really they're gonna be great. Now, if they're zero and five or zero and six in week six, okay, now we need to start worrying a little bit, or we need to start like Aaron, like you all right, bro? Like we need to start checking his temperature or something. Or whatever, but <laughs> but uh, for right now, I think we should be okay. We should be okay because if we and then think about this, the thing about it is that you look check their division. The division sucks. The Lions are really not that good. I mean, the Chicago Bears are the Chicago Bears. I mean, they're great on paper. I mean, I mean they're great. They have a decent defense, but their offense still is not great. Um, their the Minnesota Vikings are the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, Kirk Cousins is. He's an average quarterback that can't come up big in the big games. He's not really, in my opinion, he's not really that good. I mean, he just got, I mean, he just, he's on a team. That's all I would say. He's on a team. He he plays great sometimes, but when you want him to like, okay, have that big game, like Monday night football or Sunday night football, where it's like against the Green Packers or the Minnesota, or it's like the Chicago Bears and this is for the division. You're like, okay, come up big, come up big. You're like, okay, play big, uh, Kirk Cousins. Okay, Kirk Cousins, come on, man, come on, man. We we need this game, and it's just like he just he fails. 
So, man, it's just like with Kirk Cousins, we already know what the game is with Kirk Cousins. That's why I don't really worry about the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings have a great running game with Dalvin Cook. Their defense is actually legit this year. Their defense is always legit. But it's just a thing with Kirk Cousins. I think eventually they're going to have to get rid of Kirk Cousins. I think that, that little experiment that they had with Kirk Cousins, I think they're going to have to get another quarterback. I believe, this is my opinion, I, I believe they need to get rid of Kirk Cousins. Because it's just like, hey, what, is he, what is Kirk Cousins going to give you on a day-to-day basis? You don't really know. You really don't know what he's going to give you from game to game. And like I said before, he doesn't play big. He doesn't come up clutch in none of these games that you need him to come up clutch in. And that's just my opinion about it. And then speaking about my opinion, I spoke about it in early in the podcast about Eric Stokes and uh, the the rising quarterback for the cornerback for the uh, Green Bay Packers and the veteran, the he's a Wiley. I don't know if he's Wiley or not, whatever. But um, the uh, veteran cornerback in uh, Eric Stokes. So for me, I believe this is just my opinion. I just, just, this is my opinion. Don't, you know, don't shoot the messenger or whatever. But this is just my opinion. I believe that Eric Stokes is a better cornerback out of the two. I, I don't think that was controversial or nothing like that because people know what it is in Green Bay. I know if you're around Green Bay or you're around that area. You know who I'm talking. You know why I say this. Why I say this? I mean, you watched the game yes, yesterday. Defense. I mean, not yesterday, but Sunday. The, the defense was horrid. Everybody was kind of terrible, but yesterday. But even you, when you look at Eric Stokes, you're looking at that guy. And I saw clips and highlights of what he did yet last game when they were blowing out. And it was, it wasn't a lot to uh, good out of in that game. But I saw glimpses of of greatness from. Eric Stokes. I saw fire in his eyes from Eric Stokes. And I just seems like Kevin King is just there. He's casually, he's there. He's just like that guy, like, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Like he's just like I'm just he's like that worker that comes to work. No, he's he, he plays he he doesn't give he gives minimum effort and it's just like okay, whatever. I'm just gonna I'm here. You can't fire me because I'm I'm the only worker that come here on time. I do my job. I can give minimum effort, but I'm here. Like, it's, and that's that. And I'm not saying like he he has he doesn't have the capability of giving effort or minimum effort, but it just seems like it. Uh, he doesn't seem right right now. He doesn't seem that makes sense. I did, did it right three times already. I think he doesn't seem uh, healthy. That's what I mean. Not right, but he doesn't seem healthy right now. And I I don't know what it is, what injury it is. If it's his back or his leg is still messed up, I don't know. But I just believe that Eric Stokes is the better cornerback right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Kevin King got cut in the middle of the season if this trend goes on and he keep on, he, he gets beat uh, multiple times in a game by average wide receivers. So for me, if this league keep this uh, trend – Keeps uh, going on. I believe that he's going to get cut. That's just my opinion about it. Um, the Green Bay Packers have a really – they have actually a great secondary. The crazy, crazy thing is the defensive line is pretty shaky. We don't really know what you're going to get out of Preston from game to game. Sometimes he comes to play. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, Kenny Clark, man, he's he's in and out of the lineup sometimes. So Darius Smith is pretty much healthy, but 
he's getting double teamed a lot of the time, so he has to fight you double teams. And then you got a uh, Sean Gary. Um, he's an upcoming star. I believe that he's going to be a a breakout star for the Packers. But I just think that he just needs a little more help with his pass rushing skills. I mean, he has a great pass rushing skills, but I just think that he just needs a little bit more help with that. And then, like I said, their secondary is really good, actually, with the exception of Kevin King. Kevin King is good. I'm not even saying, like, he's not bad. Like, he's bad. Like, he's just terrible. But he's he needs some work. Like, it's just, like he just, it just seems like he's not all the way healthy, like, yet. And I think that's just because, like, of course, the preseason – he didn't play at all in the preseason, or they barely barely played in the preseason. Preseason, so that could be just the rust on it on Kevin King. But I mean, that that just could be. We'll just sit. We'll just uh, give that a, as an excuse why, because they didn't play a lot, or none of the starters on defense or offense rarely played in the preseason. Preseason, so I'll give that just as an excuse for now. But if it if we get to week ten, is he's still getting beat, or week seven, he's still getting beat? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> I'll this uh, this is all I'm saying. I believe that Kevin King gonna get cut right week six if it just if this trend lasts, which I don't think it will because I think I believe Kevin King is a good enough quarterback to to improve. I know I believe that he hears the noise. He sees Eric Stokes there. It's like Aaron Rodgers. He sees Jordan Love there, even though we know Jordan Love is not going to start a lick at all this season unless the Packers just go plummet and they just are terrible. But um, I just believe that like it's he, Eric Stokes sees it. He sees Eric Stokes. He sees Kevin King sees Eric Stokes there. He sees that he's coming for a spot. And Eric Stokes might not initially say it or – he might not, he might think it, but, or whatever, but he knows I'm coming for your spot. And I believe that the defense, you even can tell the defense of players respect, I mean, I respect everybody. I think everybody, when you're on a team, you have some type of respect for your, your player, no matter if you don't like them or you don't like their views or views on life or whatever, you respect them because you're playing the game. You have that, that, that's what comes with, um, with uh, trusting somebody, you gotta first respect them, and you might respect them not not that much, but you gotta respect them to a certain extent. So for me, that's what I I, I believe that Eric Stokes Eric Stokes should start. I'm just that's just my opinion, and let 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 the young guy run a little bit. Let let the young guys see it, especially with the Detroit Lions. This could be one of them games where you can just try shit out. And I mean, not even saying like that, but you got 16 games. And the thing about it is that you gotta. I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is gonna play terrible this game. I mean, terrible this next next game on Monday. So if they're like you say, if the Packers start blowing out the Lions and they're up by like like four or five touchdowns or whatever, which I don't think is gonna happen, but say if they're up by like three or four touchdowns, I think I believe that you should put in Eric Stokes for the rest of the game and see what happens and see what you can see that. Let's see. Let's see if Eric Stokes is really about what he's about or if you need to actually to keep Kevin King in his original starting corner spot. But um this is the and but but like I said before, I just believe that there's a lot of things that I believe that should change with the Packers. I mean, and we had a lot of things it, like I said, it's the beginning of the season. 
So I don't think we should worry as much as people are worrying. And I'm not, I'm a Packers fan. And I'm a diehard Packers fan. And when the Packers lost, I was mad like everybody else was. But at the same time, in the same sense, I knew, okay, the Packers can overcome this. We have saw the Packers be down and tried it and people doubted us. And then Aaron Rodgers said, relax. And he went on a terror. And then, then a year after that, they would, after a year or two years after that, Aaron said we're going to run the table. He damn near ran the table. Um, so it's like, I'm not really always worried about this until I said, if it's like, oh, there, we're like, oh, and seven, then okay, need to worry. But we're, we're all in one right now in which one game in. So, I mean, I just, I, if I'm a Packers fan, I'm seeing this all talk, shout out to all the Packers fans. We should not worry. We got this. We should not worry. We got this. So that's my, my, my opinion on today's episode of the whatever you want to call it podcast regarding the Green Bay Packers. But I'll see you guys next episode. But I apologize again for not doing my podcast on Tuesday. But for future reference, if I don't do my podcast on Tuesday, most likely it's going to be on Wednesday because sometimes I'm working on little things like merchandise and whatever that's coming out. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I know when kind of somewhat when it's going to come out, but it's, I'm going to eventually have a website up for my merch. So you just keep on looking for that. Um, but I will see you guys next episode. I thank you guys for listening to the whatever you want to call a podcast where everything is controversial. Well, some things, but for the most part, it's controversial and anything. And what I mean by anything, I mean anything can happen. See you guys and gals next episode. Peace.